Welcome to the WP Builds Podcast, bringing you the latest news from the WordPress community. Now, welcome your hosts, David Wormsley and Nathan Wrigley. Hello and welcome to episode 25 of the WP Builds Podcast. My name's Nathan Wrigley from pictureandword.co.uk, a small web development agency based in the north of England. And later on, I shall be joined by David Wormsley, Justin Busa, and Robbie McCulloch from the um, Beaver Builder um, plugin. They're going to be talking to us an awful lot about a very exciting development that happened this week. If you have been a user of Beaver Builder, then you'll probably know that their new product uh, which is called Beaver Thema has recently come out. In fact, it was just yesterday, um, or possibly a little bit longer, depending on when you're listening to this. Um, and we talked to them about what this new plugin is for, who it's really designed for, um, what it connects with, what the future roadmap is. And, and we also dwell on um, Beaver Builder itself and Beaver Builder the theme. So stay around because honestly, it's a really interesting chat. It's quite a long one. But um, I think if you're into the Beaver Builder community in any way, shape or form, then this is certainly going to be of interest to you. But before we do that, I've got a couple of bits of news. The first one comes from WP Tavern, and it's basically just saying that uh, WordPress 4.8 is just around the corner. It's been mooted for the 8th of June, um, which is not long now, only a, you know a month or so. The likely additions, what they're, what, well, what they're hoping to get in is amendments to Tiny MCE, um, laying the groundwork for the Gutenberg project, which is sort of like inline editor within the uh, content area of a WordPress post or page, um, new media widgets, the WYSIWYG um, having text widgets, um, and looks like there's going to be a WordCamp meetup dashboard in the news section. So yeah, quite a lot of interesting stuff in there, in all honesty. Quite a lot of stuff um, that I'll be looking forward to. The next one is um, a WordFence piece of news, and it's um, about 22 plugins. They've scanned the WordPress plugin repository, and they found 22 plugins which haven't been updated in a couple of years and contain fairly critical vulnerabilities. Now, 18 of them are actually completely and utterly abandoned um, and, well, abandoned in the sense that they haven't been touched for a couple of years and they have vulnerabilities. Four of them have been not quite so abandoned but haven't been updated correctly that the numbering system in the WordPress repo, repo which automatically then identifies in your dashboard that this plugin needs an update, they, they set that incorrectly on four of them. So although they have been updated, they haven't been updated in the vast majority of cases on websites because they've done their um, they've done their numbering incorrectly on the version number. So anyway, go and check that out if you're at all interested. These are fairly widespread. They've not just picked 22 plugins. They've picked 22 plugins which have a very very large install base. You know, lots and lots, like 30,000 and and up. So maybe worth checking out if you've got any of those. My likely my guess is that you you probably haven't because they haven't been updated for such a long time. Okay, um, and talking about WordPress plugins and the sort of vulnerabilities that they've got and how often they're updated and so on, um, an interesting chart has been produced on the Addendio uh, blog. Now, the, the sort of the headline's a bit sort of clickbaity because it's talking about WordPress plugins 
um, the the number of new plugins or additions to the WordPress repository for the first time went down in 2016. Now, nobody is trying to spell out with this that there's a sort of a doom and gloom um, moment. No, we're not saying that. Um, I think what they're just trying to say is, yeah, it's an interesting fact for the first time they have actually gone down. But if you look at the chart, you'll see that the, the meteoric rise, it's sort of like a fairly straight line curve. In 20, 2007, there were 911. 2011, there were 5,016. And it goes up to in 2015 to seventh, nearly 8,000, shall we say. And it's gone down by just a few. So, but really interesting. And also the fact that, um, as we alluded to in the last piece of news, essentially, if you've got a free plugin, there's an 80% chance that after a couple of years, it will no longer receive updates. Um, yeah, certainly worth worth having a look. I enjoyed reading it, um, but yeah, okay. Moving on. Now, this is from Code in WP, and I'm not going to go into the the data of this, but just to say, I found this a quite an interesting read. If you're looking for some new hosting, then they have done a, a really good job of doing the stats by the numbers for lots and lots of very popular hosting providers. Essentially, all the major players, they've pitted against each other and they've done a, a great deal of analysis. And really, I think they should be commended for doing all of this work. And as to, as you might expect, the, the, the usual names kind of come up. Um, SiteGround, Inmotion Hosting, A2 Hosting come up as, as good recommendations. And um, WP Engine, if you're after something a bit more hosted, you know, where they take care of all the uh, WordPress updates and all of that kind of stuff. So go and have a look. One of your hosts that you're thinking of is very likely to be there. Speaking of hosts and SiteGround in particular, this is just a, I guess it's almost like a plug, really. 65% uh, off if you wanted to go with SiteGround's hosting. They're currently offering 65% off through um, through SitePoint. I don't think the two companies are in any way connected apart from this nice offer. But essentially, if you click on the link um, underneath, you get a, you get a 65% off coupon. I, I guess the best way to deal with this, if you wanted to do it, would be to get the plan and then lock it in for three years. That that way is the way to get the biggest savings, apparently. I don't use SiteGround, so I honestly don't know. But 65% off seemed like something worth sharing. So if you need some hosting and SiteGround is the one that you've decided upon, then um, yeah, go and click the link and uh, and follow it through, and you'll get this sixty five percent off. And you also get a free year of SitePoint Premium, which is you know they they have books and um, tutorials and all of that kind of stuff. So yeah, definitely worth checking out. Right, news over. Um, okay, so as I said, we're talking with Justin Booser and Robbie McCulloch from the Beaver Builder plugin, and now the Beaver Thema plugin too. Um, I'm going to be integrating it in pretty much everything I do from this point on because it's going to cut out a very large amount of time. So I'm excited. It was a great talk. We had almost an hour chatting to them, so it's quite a long one. So seatbelts on. Here we go. Hey, we've got a really exciting show today because we've got the Beaver Builder team back, or at least we've got Robbie and Justin from the Beaver Builder team. Do you want to say hi, guys? Yeah, hey. sure. Hey, <laughs> how's it going? Great to be great to be back uh, yeah it's been well it was christmas since we last spoke to you and of course what's happened is that we've got a new release from you beaver thema so i think this episode is going to be all about that uh, new release and that new plugin which is really exciting all of us at the moment so should we just jump in straight away with the questions of course nathan's here aren't you nathan hello Say hello yeah. yeah hi there hi there and justin as well hello justin hey guys 
Thanks. Yeah, uh, yeah. Great to be back. Okay. So let's start with some theme uh, questions, shall we, for all the people who are watching in on this. I, I guess a lot of people have already bought it, but uh, they may be still asking some questions. So do you want to give us your description of what Beaver Thema is and what it does? Uh, yeah, um, I mean, I think really Beaver Thema is a kind of a collection of just feedback that we've gotten since, you know, the beginning of time, really, for, for Beaver Builder. Um, a lot of, you know, just people asking, hey, can I, how do I do this with Beaver Builder and how do I do that with Beaver Builder? Um, and, you know, Beaver Builder is a page builder. And so you're building pages and, you know, like the landing pages and page layout and things like that. But a lot of the questions started swirling around, uh, you know, web, website building and then theme building is really what we're calling it. And, you know, I mean, I never would have imagined that people were going to try and build headers and footers, for example, in the early days. I mean, that was that was pretty early on um, when, you know, the I mean, these things like started coming up and in our back when we had the forum and the the short code that we have that you're probably familiar with to insert layouts and in different spots and, and even like the, the render query, like the PHP method um, was really, you know, kind of birth because of those kind of questions it was like kind of like an early solution that we we're trying to figure out to, to some of these things that uh, people were were trying to accomplish so um, I mean you know I'm probably going on a little bit too much about really what beaver theme is and not giving the elevator pitch um, but it, it really is you know just comprehensive um, solution to a lot of these different things that you know traditionally page builders aren't going to do um, that we want that you know that we, we saw um, that we could build a solution for in the theme building realm, really, because it goes a lot further. So um, <clears throat> that, that Robbie probably could actually sum that up a, a lot better than me. He's better in words, but um, it, <laughs> 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 with those kind of things. But uh, yeah, I mean, really, yeah, it was this you know taking customer feedback and trying to figure out all these kind of more complex problems that you can't traditionally do with a page builder um, is that what theme builder is trying to solve. Yeah. What, uh, Robbie? What is your elevator pitch? How would you sum it up in a couple of sentences? Let's see here. We've been saying it is a theme builder plugin for WordPress. Uh, it is an extension to Beaver Builder, and it lets you do all of the things that you otherwise would have to do by editing your themes PHP files. So headers and footers, uh, building out. Uh, templates for your blog posts or WooCommerce products. So the, I, well, I could go off on a tangent on it too. <laughs> no, it's good. No, go. That'd be nice. I, I think yeah. One of the one of the requests we heard all the time was that someone would want to build a template that they could apply to all of their blog posts. Or you know, I like to use the WooCommerce products example, like laying out a product page. Um, you know, product image here and and a uh, pricing button here and price there and then apply it to, you know, if you have a store of 100 products, apply it to each of those products. And before Beaver Themer, you weren't able to do that with the page builder. You could just build single one-off pages. So um, there's a bunch of goodies tucked in there, um, things like 404 pages and theme parts and, you know, the headers and footers we mentioned. But I think one of the kind of core pieces is that ability to build out templates and, and do all those things that you otherwise would have had to to modify your themes, PHP template files to do. 
So, mm. in a sense, it's <clears throat> obviously David and I and you guys, you, you can find your way around WordPress relatively easily. And all of the things that are involved in building a theme, that they're possible um, for, for anybody who's got a relatively decent understanding of how a WordPress theme is put together. So, But this product kind of smooths that curve. You don't really have to learn um about the template structure of, of a theme or any of that it just it just completely removes that so is this for is this product specifically designed for me um somebody that's in the industry or is it designed for somebody that doesn't know anything about how to build a um you know a wordpress theme or have you are you trying to squarely pitch it to both that's a good question it's it's interesting i guess we kind of went through the same question and and trying to figure that out with beaver builder way back when um and what surprised i mean i think when we first started building beaver builder we envisioned it as a tool for people who didn't know how to code or that you know weren't comfortable writing html and css and wanting to lay out pages but then what we've found is that um one of the kind of core groups of people using beaver builder and you know we see this in the facebook group and we see this through our support and all over the place but it's people that do know how to code but are looking to do it faster mm. um but there's always been this kind of balance between the two different groups the people um maybe someone that has a small business that's just trying to build a website but they're not interested in learning to build websites and then also the people that are kind of the more power user agency freelancers um, so with Themer, I think we're kind of figuring out and kind of, you know, feathering that same kind of line right down the middle. Um, and to be honest, too, I think we still don't have a good idea because, you know, what we just launched it yesterday. Um, most of our beta users have been some of, you know, our power users on Facebook and people that are really kind of involved in the community. But we are hoping that it blossoms, if you will, and we can kind of get a better sense of that as uh, as time goes on mm. um i it, think i think there's there's a use use case for both categories um i yeah. personally i think that's that's why this is a golden bullet because it it genuinely does do both um it it removes like i said uh, earlier to you before we start the call it'll remove hundreds if not thousands of hours from my typical working year so total tick for me um, but also I could probably give this to my mother um, and <laughs> say, OK, you know, spend a day with it, flick, cl click around and let, see what you can come up with. And I think, you know, she's a she's a nice lady. She could probably get half something half decent out of it. So I think you firmly tick both camps. I guess the problem going forward is keeping both camps happy. Um, uh, yeah. Anyway, there's, that's that's my take on it. I, I built a website for my mother this year, and <laughs> God bless her. She's probably listening. She's still my, my number one fan. She reads all my blog posts. and uh, um, But, <clears throat> yeah, I would uh, – sorry, Mom, but I would recommend against it. Uh, <laughs> working with family uh, – <laughs> Well, I'll leave it. I'll leave it at that. You're a very, very good son if you, uh, if you, if you decide to go down that route. <laughs> no, I know she won't listen to this. <laughs> well, I think one thing to mention too about it is that um, you know the the non like developer camp that you were saying you know like we we understand our way around a theme is that it's not so abstracted that 
it actually could help you learn theming yeah. um, because you have to understand archives and singular and in those kind of like, you know, the taxonomies and all the, the, the theming concepts are there. It just puts a UI on top of them. So I kind of thought it was, that was an interesting way to kind of like as an entry point to like understanding the theming hierarchy without having just digging the theme files. That, that is a good point. I, I'm wondering if there's a sort of like a documentation track that you could have there. You know, I, are you an inexperienced user? Start here, follow these, follow these tutorials, or skip this first fifteen if you if you kind of know your way around. Yeah. Well, no. To be honest, I mean, yeah, that's. I mean, Nancy's done a lot of, yes. of docs in that, in that realm. She's she's been very on top of that. So, mm-hmm. um, and for a good measure too, because like you said, anyone that you know is, is experienced with theming doesn't really need to to read up on, you know, what an archive layout is. Mm. They're going to know that. Mm. So this leads on quite nicely actually to the next question, which there was a bit of debate in the Beaver Builder Facebook group about the price when it came out. And I think essentially most people don't really talk about the price of products, but we did there. And I think that's probably down to the, the sense of community that there is, the sense of ownership in the product there. But I just wondered if you had anything to say on the kind of debates that were there and anything to say on the pricing of Beaver Thema, that is. Yeah, yeah, sure. You know, I feel like maybe we should mention, too. So Justin and I stayed up uh, last time we did our, our Christmas podcast, right? You guys, I think, stayed up late into the evening and we were fresh in the morning. So it's it's opposite this time. Justin and I are in the... It's one o'clock in the morning here, so we both stayed up past our bedtime. So if we if we sound like a little delirious <laughs> and uh, we start rambling, there's a good reason for that. <laughs> Perfect. Um, <laughs> yeah, you can say anything now, and it won't it won't stick. So the pricing pricing is is hard. Um, we it's it's it was a really difficult process. We spent a lot of time kind of thinking and strategizing about it. Um, there was, I guess, where should I start? I mean, I think our, our goal with what we're doing isn't to, you know, make billions of dollars and retire to a beach in the Bahamas, right? Like, I think, I'd like to think that our, our kind of, you know, mission is to, um, I mean, we, we have, uh, We've got like, gosh, like we've got 10 employees. We've got the three partners now and we got, you know, rents and mortgages. We got what four kids that are uh, being supported. Like we've built this thing, this kind of machine that's that's fulfilling all these things and all these people's lives. And and the goal, I think, for us is just to keep that going. Um, so that was kind of the motivation behind the pricing. And we, you know, yeah, we reached out to a lot of people we've been working with. Um, with Chris Lemma as a business coach and and we really, you know, tried to find a price point where it was going to be a no-brainer for people that were using Beaver Builder as part of their business. Um, there's that kind of like inherent uh, benefit if you're using, you know, uh, Beaver Builder on multiple sites because we offer an unlimited site license and we wanted it to be a, a no-brainer at that, at, you know, for that group at the price point. Um, but then if it kind of was a little bit of a cringeworthy price for someone that's maybe just doing a single site or that's a, you know, small business that doesn't necessarily, um, you can't benefit as much from the multi-site, I guess we kind of made the conscious decision to, to do that. 
Um, and then our, uh, to be totally honest with you guys and transparent, our hope is that, you know, everyone that's out there building really cool stuff with Beaver Themer now um, is going to be sharing it in the Facebook group and all those people that were maybe on the fence and saying like, oh, it's just too much for me. I can't afford it. are going to see all these really cool websites and be like, oh, okay, I got to do it. Like I need this. This is the, <laughs> this is the thing. So, yeah. Um, yeah, we 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 struggled a lot. It, so I'll I'll be honest too and say I I wanted to go higher. Justin wanted to go lower. I think Billy was like right at this price point that we chose all like from the beginning. And you know Justin uh -huh. and I kind of went back and forth and went back and forth. And then we finally told Billy you know what we came up with, and he like threw his hands in the air. He's like, I told you guys like you could have saved all that trouble. <laughs> <laughs> could have saved a whole weekend. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the um. It is Black interesting, eyes. isn't it, having just the one the one price because the the typical thing that you see on a plugin is a like a three tier, isn't it? There's you know there's a single site and then there's up to five or something and then there's your unlimited whatever. Um, I, I think it's really fair. I think it's a. In fact, I'm I'm with you, Robbie. Um, I would I would happily have paid more, but I also totally get that if I was, um, you know, my mom, for example building the one website it, it's a stretch um and you know depending on where you live in the world th this kind of money doesn't come through the door that easily so yeah i can un well understand that was a tough decision F from where i'm sat I i'm i'm delighted at the price david what do you yeah. what do you think oh yeah absolutely well i filled in their survey as well and mm. i put the price higher but i was recognizing the fact that there might be some people that will DIYers with one site. And I think that comes back to the first question about what is Beaver Thema for some people with their one site thinking about how they can do stuff and learn stuff to to sort out their own site. We're thinking, is this what I have to pay to now get my theme looking how it should do? You know, and kind of missing for me what really Beaver Thema did. You know, it does so much more and particularly has value if you're a developer doing lots of sites. I mean, it's a steal at the price it is. Yeah, yeah, it really is. I think, I think. Yeah, I'm sure that the sales will be will, will reflect that as well. Um, so maybe the next question is: everybody brings their own workflow to to this product. You know, you've got an you've you've been doing things for for ages, and you've got you've got a setup. You know, you're making custom post types, and you're creating fields within those custom post types. And I think it's fair to say that a lot of people use a plugin to do those kind of things, especially probably the people who are using a page builder. They want to have a UI for all that. So you get people using ACF, which is Advanced Custom Fields, and you get people using pods and tool set from WP Types. Um, and you've launched it with kind of ACF at the front, if you like. Do you have a recommendation or do you have any information about where all that custom post type stuff is going? Are you Do you have your, your sort of tentacles out to other developers of those types of plugins or do you have a recommendation for where it's where it's going to go and where we should all start to move our workflow um, if we're relying on beaver thema yeah i i think that's kind of a tough question because you know to, to answer that especially as a developer i mean those are especially if you're talking about acf pods and and, and uh you know tool set and those are three like well-developed well-supported solutions so you almost can't go wrong, really. It's like one of those, you know, try it and, and see, you know, what what you like and, and, and what works for you. Um, it, it, to be honest, the reason why 
I mean, I, this wasn't in, in this, uh, planned this way. I think Advanced Custom Fields appears as like the horse that we picked in the race just because, um, you know, we have what looks like some deeper integration with it. But it, it really, I mean, it was it, a lot of that was because we, we needed to to support it. Um, I mean, for good measure, too. It's, you know, w- you know, one of the most popular advanced or uh, custom fields plugins, excuse me, <laughs> out there. <laughs> um but uh, you know pods in uh, toolset, which we in in also uh, not mentioned here too, is uh, which is an, another good one, which doesn't necessarily fall in the category of these three because ACF pods in toolset have interfaces, um, where CMB two um, doesn't have an interface for building custom fields. Um, but from what I hear from some enterprise folks, is the most performant out of the uh, custom field. If that's important to you, um, hmm. custom field generating um, stuff, and that and probably for good measure because you're not actually storing custom field, you know, um, uh, you know the the configuration data to have these actually show up on your your post screens and page screens and whatnot stored in the database. It's all just PHP generating it. Um, but you know, pods, toolset, CMB2, and, and a lot of uh, things like that, they work with our. Uh, um, post custom field connection um, just by putting in a key yeah. um, and very, very very similar to the advanced custom field ones so um, you can almost say we actually had to do a little bit more work to support advanced custom field not not that it's any worse um, if I, I I'm biased because I used to use advanced custom fields in um, in client work uh, I, I know I'm not helping answer this question of, of what you should you should choose. Um, no, I but think... I think that's that's okay. I, I, it was a bit of a mendacious question, to be honest. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah I, I get it. I, I think. Um, <clears throat> I guess the problem. <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> the problem is I've got a cough. No, the problem is is that when you design something as slick as what you've got and as as drag and drop and as point and click, the the expectation kind of comes like it's a square space oh it, it's all done for me oh why why can't i click a button i've got this plugin it's an advanced custom fields plugin and i'm talking about you know my mom again what why can't where's the button why can't it pull that in so because it's so dead drop dead simple to use the expectation comes comes along like oh it should have tool set it should have pods it should have acf which is unreasonable but you can kind of see how these things start to materialize, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a slippery slope too. I mean, we've even you know we've been asked the question is if we're gonna make a plugin that does CPT. And I mean, to be honest, that sounds like a fun plugin to make. But I mean, at this point, I think that's one that I mean, I don't think anybody should make another CPT plugin. <laughs> you know, and mm-hmm. let alone integrate one with something like Beaver Themer. <laughs> Um, you know, there's so many solutions out there for that kind of thing. So, um, uh, you know, I mean, and it gets back to the core WordPress too, where you can pick what, you know, you're, you're comfortable with and you're familiar with for these kind of like developer needs too. I mean, you might like advanced custom fields, but I also used to use advanced custom fields and then use types to make my post types. So, um, you can kind of mix and match. And, and I really, that's what I recommend. I mean, I'll even recommend that when someone asks, you know, what page builder should use. I mean, it's like, you know, in this day and age, page builders are a lot better than they were, you know, mm. three, four, five, six years ago. It's, 
you know, the, the lines are starting to get blurred a little bit. So, you know, like it's, you, you know, figure out what you're comfortable with and, and, and what has what you need and what's going to, you know, achieve, um, what you're looking to do and, and kind of go from there. Mm. Kick the tires, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have our last question, shall we, on Thema, which is just the future of Thema. I just wondered how you saw it going. Are you waiting for feedback to see how you might progress it, or have you already got a roadmap in place? I don't think we have a, a roadmap necessarily in place, but we do have a lot of feedback that we've taken down, um, definitely. Definitely. That's, uh, that's without saying, um, hopefully you've seen me in the Facebook group. I've definitely tried to ramp it up with themer. I didn't want to leave it all to you guys to just figure out, um, you know, for good measure. I, I mean, you know, just it, it, to, be, to be honest, this reminds me a lot of the, the forum days where, you know, we were just fielding feedback that like, you know, it was just like a gold mine of feedback of just, you know, like, uh, it gets a lot harder once, you know, you start to hear a lot of little different ideas, but when you hear like a lot of people saying the same thing over and over again, it's, 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 it's really, it's really like a goldmine of just, you know, ideas and feedback. Um, and so, yeah, definitely we've been, um, we've been keeping, keeping up on that. Um, I think you're going to see a lot of, you're going to see, not, I, I hate to say a lot, but you're going to see some integrations, um, like, you know, with maybe something like an events calendar or an LMS, things like that, um, that extend upon, you know, just, I mean, I don't, you know, I mean, obviously we can do custom post types, but that only goes so far. We need to, you know, kind of pick some, some of these plugins that people are going to use to build these custom post types and that are doing these things and make them, you know, a drag and drop experience with uh, beaver themer. So you're going to see th some things like that. Um, yeah. but yeah, yeah. I mean, there's definitely, definitely, um, the feedback's coming in. So I, I would hate to say that it needs more feedback. Um, but I'm sure we'll get it because <laughs> we've already had quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, swamped. Um, David, would you mind asking this next question? Because you, you wrote this one out and I, I'm not entirely sure what, what it is that you wanted to ask. Oh, right. I'm just reading it now, actually. So, yes. Um, yeah, it's really just about to check myself. It's because there's been a change to the regular Beaver Builder plugin. I, I just felt that a, a lot of new features that were in there were probably getting missed with all the talk about Thema. There's a lot of new stuff in there. One thing I noticed was uh, an improvement on the on the uh, menu module. That's much improved. And I just wondered if there was stuff that we'd be missing. I think if you check, that's probably my fault. Robbie's probably <laughs> cursing me if uh <laughs> no, <laughs> no it's, it, go ahead well yeah no it's it's i mean there's a couple like kind of ways to answer that right i mean i, I my when i was when I was so we have a copy of the question list here too i don't know if i'm if that's supposed to be uh like movie magic that no one knows about but when I was looking at <laughs> there this is question, no magic <laughs> <laughs> uh i was thinking about photoshop um, or I just started using sketch this last month too. It's pretty slick, but you know, there's, there's so many things in Photoshop, you know, I go in there and take screenshots of our product and whip up images and this and that, but there, you know, there's so many features in there that I don't have the faintest idea what they do anymore. I used to be a little bit more involved, but, um, you know, but then, you know, if I need to do like, <laughs> I didn't even think about this until now, but, um, today, have you guys seen that party parrot 
animated gif it's like this <laughs> parrot that circles around and he changes color. it's horrible it's this awful it's awful amazing. oh my gosh <laughs> i hate it everyone it's we, our slack has just become all it's called the party parrot it's become all party parrot <laughs> no uh, i haven't seen it okay well if you want to you know give your your readers a seizure you can put it in the show notes but i'm i'm yeah i'm coming around on it it's been it's been very overused but so anyway long story short was i wanted to make a a version of the party parrot with one of our guys uh ben's face in there um and i didn't know it's been a while i didn't know how to do animated gifs in photoshop so i went in i looked up a tutorial and then sure enough you know it was really easy i was able to put it in there and make his face change colors and dance around and um i got to kind of like get (laughs) well my my hope my hope i might be getting off topic here but my hope is that you know it's similar with beaver builder and beaver themer that you know we've been we've been in investing a lot in our documentation particularly and then we're, we're also talking about um doing more in the in the in the realm of like doing tutorials or courses or, or having more kind of guided um content so yeah my hope is that with that you know things that are you know there's a lot of features as we've grown we've added more we've tried to be careful about what and you know how we add things but that you know with with the content of course people like you guys too and and everyone out there that's producing content on beaver builder that that it's still you know user friendly and usable and that you know the the community i guess helps a lot on that front as well yeah yeah okay thank you that was i'm gonna go and (laughs) go and find this parrot Toot sweet as soon as this is finished. <laughs> oh my god, he's Be careful you don't have they a have, seizure. <laughs> they have like all these variations. Of, there's like the mustache party parrot and the coffee cup party parrot. And like every single time I say something, I, I think, I don't know, I've been trying, I think everyone's just trying to kill me because I'll say something and they'll have a new party parrot that's. Oh. We'll have to say, Robbie, I'm pretty sure Brent added all of those, so you can talk to him about that. I haven't added <laughs> yeah. a single party parrot. It's kind of like <laughs> the, the, the bit of this podcast that everybody's going to remember is the parrot. Uh, it's a bit like, you know, yes. what, what do you remember oh God, of I your can... entire 18 years at school? Oh, the day Dave fell off the chair. You know? <laughs> <laughs> none, of the, none of the important stuff. That's great. That's oh, what have story. I done? Yeah, that's what brilliant. Have I done? Oh, more of that. We love having a laugh. It's brilliant. Um, so the next question... Oh, Okay, back to questions. Um, so Beaver Builder 2.0, I, I don't know how far that corner is away, um, but is there anything that you would like to explain about what's happening? You know, maybe UI or extra features or things being taken away? Because it kind of feels to me that the themer, the, the themer tidal wave has been with us for a long time. And I've been thinking about that a lot. And, it, you know, that's going to gently wash away. And the next thing I'm going to start obsessing about is 2.0. So, uh, yeah, begin my obsession. <laughs> well, if they let me, I would have released the alpha of 2.0 today. But uh, they told me I should. No, I'm, just, I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> we've, he's a bad been... man. He doesn't want to sleep. <laughs> I want to stop. No, we, yeah, we've been working on it. It's been fun. Um, you know, it's it's it started off as, like, some people giving us some user you know, some UX feedback, user experience feedback last year. And uh, Brent, actually, uh, I don't, if you're familiar with Brent uh, on our team, um, he came on because he was the original, uh, he had the original idea for uh, field connections in, uh, you know, just chatting with him in the Slack group. 
uh, before he was even doing anything for us. And he's like, you know, and I was chatting with him about, you know, some of the theme builder kind of, you know, beaver themer idea type stuff. This is like a year and a half ago. And he's like, oh, well, he's all, you know, he's like, how are you going to do all the different post stuff? And I was like, I don't know. We're probably just going to build modules. And then he comes back. Yeah, I know. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, was not my brilliant idea at all. He came back with some mock-ups for field connections. And I was just like, oh, my God. I was like, it's like, can can we hire you to help us figure this out? This is awesome. It's amazing. Um, and once, once Themer started to kind of take a little bit more shape um you know it wasn't like we were working on that every day um especially earlier last year it was more of like a here and there type project i mean beaver builder itself and even the theme went through some iterations last year so it wasn't necessarily a focus early on but um as that started to take more shape we started to get this ux feedback and and branton had already come up with some brilliant ideas so we're like hey like let's explore this and so we started out with some pretty awful ideas. I'd almost want to say when I look at them now, where like our current buttons in the toolbar on the right hand side basically just became drop downs, mm-hmm. um, w- which was, you know, I mean, I guess it's a little better than having to, you know, click on them and then click in the middle of the screen. Um, we went from there all the way to like, it didn't even look like Beaver Builder. I'm not entirely sure what it looked like. Uh, it looked cool, but it was just like way out in left field. And then we came. Uh, towards the end of last year, we came somewhere back in the middle um, where, and I'm really, really happy with, with how that all progressed. You know I mean? You could almost see it as being a frustration because we're trying to figure this thing out. But I mean, you just can't pull user experiences out of a hat like a rabbit and say, Oh, we got this one. This is perfect. I mean, you really got to do these explorations and uh, explorations. And, and, and that's really what it was. And I think the kind of light bulb went off for us once, you know, it was, you know, like late last fall, winter, where we're like, okay, yeah, this is it. And so that has been progressing behind the scenes and something we, you know, we, we did show, I think, a couple screenshots and some things and we're excited about uh, late or, you know, like last August or mm-hmm. September or somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we kind of pulled it back in. And then, yeah, Themer took over, but this has still been progressing behind the scenes. I actually just spent the last uh, about week and a half that Themer has been kind of out of the oven and cooling and ready for uh, for the stable 1.0 release. I've been spending about the week, last week and a half with Brent uh, putting some polish on 2.0. So we are wrapping that up, doing some internal testing, and we'll hopefully then soon – I mean, I don't, I don't know. We we haven't nailed down a date, but I'd I'd like early June personally. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, that could change. Um, <laughs> wow. But I mean, that's still. Yeah, you're still belting it out. That's great. <laughs> it, it's so hot, you guys. I can't wait. I really can't wait. We did. We we focused on themer, um, but 2.0 is has been. It's just like come so far like just yeah like justin was saying it's come so far from where we've started um we we had the benefit too you know we did our partnership with godaddy it's been a good number of months now and they have a really like full-fledged user testing team and they uh were able to run beaver builder through the user testing and i I don't i didn't see it happen but i imagine it's the kind of thing where they actually bring in real people or watch real people as they're using the software um we were able to get feedback from them and we've been there's also a lot of performance um 
enhancements as far as like the, the loading and saving speed and the speed of like settings panels. And then there's a uh, keyboard shortcut. Like there's, we got so much cool stuff in there. I really, it's, it's, it's sweet. Um, <laughs> I'm really excited. Yeah. Yeah. Really I think, excited to I get think it out. UX totally sells as well. Doesn't it? You know, if you've got something which looks beautiful, if you've got something which is functional and ugly, it'll sell. If you've got something which is, you know, beautiful and functional, my guess is it'll really sell. It, it it appears that this kind of DIY space that you are sort of in. Um, uh, do you have DIY? Is that an expression you use? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah the, this sort of DIY space that people are beguiled quite easily by um, a, a, a beautiful UI. And, and if that's what you're going to give us, I think that's going to do you a, a power of good. I, I, I'm really keen for June to come around now. <laughs> well, yeah, no, it, you know, I call it a fresh cut of paint because to be honest, uh, I, you know, I, I started off in design and, uh, slowly lost that over the years and, and, and Brent's really helped me kind of, you know, begrudgingly bring that back out of me because I just wanted to focus on all the, you know, the technical and user experience stuff. And he's over here putting a fresh can of paint on every little piece of it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, people aren't buying the can of paint or, you know, the fresh coat of paint. So <laughs> But you know, really, like, uh, you know, like I said, the last couple of couple of weeks, because I've I've just worked with him on it in pieces and given him feedback as we have our meetings, you know, weekly and whatnot. But to actually be immersed in it, I feel the same way that I did uh, with 1.9, and he said it to me too. And this is what we we're saying in 1.9 with the new drag and drop experience. We we're saying, oh man, it's so terrible to go back to 1.8 mm. once you've played with 1.9, <laughs> mm. and it's even more so with 2.0. I mean, once you use it, you can't go back. So uh, the the experience, I, I, I like to, I, I call it pleasant. I think using it, Beaver Builder 2.0 is a lot more pleasant, and I'm really excited to get it in everyone's hands and start getting some feedback and iterating on that. It's going to be fun. Nice. Wow. Yeah. Hey, can we just talk about the theme as well? Because the Beaver Builder theme has been had in, it's had a few additions, and they, of course, they've got lost as well in all the talk of Thema. So do you want to mention any of the, the additions that have come in? I liked a couple of them. Yeah, yeah, I, and I agree. I mean, the, the theme has. Um, I think I think you're going to see us, now that Themer's kind of settling a little bit, uh, you know, kind of, take an overview, you know, take a, you know, like broaden our, our kind of vision. Cause right now we've been a little more tunnel vision on just themer and, and look at, you know, the, the three different pieces and, 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 and try to, you know, get, um, <clears throat> get an overview of really what, what the direction needs to be on these things. And, and I think to be honest, the theme sounds like it's the easiest, but uh, you know, cause you know, building a, if, themes are themes right i mean anyone can build a theme there's so many of them you know compared to page builders but i think themes are almost harder because you got to be careful um Mm -hmm. you can quickly just add add too many things and and in too many settings and too many features and you know i mean people want features until the next thing you know they're then it's another bloated theme so Mm. um but the so breaking things on the front end too right like mm -hmm. that's been one of the things we've been really careful of is um you know, the page builder, you know, like adding a new module or, or tweaking the UI and the software, that's kind of isolated to, you know, the UI and the software. But when you're talking about making changes to the theme and the, the code that's outputted and updating, it's, it's, we got, it's, it's, there's a lot of sites running that theme now that we don't want to break. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's a, that's a proper headache, isn't it? 
you got to have a healthy fear of breaking other people's sights or you're not doing it right. <laughs> Don't listen to that. <laughs> Do, no, David, were, were you, were you, was there specific things that you thought about the theme that you wanted, you know, was there a particular thing that you thought? Not things that I, that I need. Uh, there was just a little surprising in there that I thought were, were great. I mean, there was some people asking me some questions about how they could have the hamburger icon on their, um, uh, desktop displays as well and of course that was added and uh, i had to go around and tell some people you don't need to do my fix you can <laughs> you can just go and do yeah. it now yeah. and there's there a lot of these little i think they're great little tweaks that uh, have improved the theme and i like the slow progress on it you know that reassures me personally oh i'm totally sorry david i totally spaced out on yeah you're right i'm <laughs> again themer has mm. taken over everything 1.6 <laughs> and Simon will probably be cursing me if he listens to this because he's 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 actually been uh, our, I don't know if you no- noticed in Robbie's recent post Simon's uh, come on board and he's been spearheading uh, the theme which has been amazing mm-hmm. because he's he's done a great job of just pulling all this together I mean because a lot of these things have been have been marinating but we we have been so busy that you know again slow progress and not wanting to you know break sites and whatnot um, that we 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 didn't really want to get this out there until we had someone that was going to lead it and uh he's been doing a good job but yeah i know one six there's a there's a lot of again yeah a lot of little things i think they're going to make people's lives easier you know there's no big sexy feature that you know mm-hmm. that everyone's gonna you know be gushing over but there's a lot you know it's just really those little kind of small things like you said in in that one you mentioned i love that you mentioned that one because in in danny if you're listening to this thank you because he's been <laughs> complaining about us having that one for a year or two now he's like i hear about this like once or twice a day to the point where i don't i don't think he thought i believed him (laughs) yeah you gotta have the hamburger yeah yeah well and what david's talking about is that people wanted the hamburger uh, whenever they wanted it so they you know like re- typically it's on the phone or you know the the, the responsive view but they wanted it the medium view or yeah. the, the desktop view which you know i mean I, yeah definitely that's a that's a reasonable request and uh, and danny was definitely a big champion of that one so um you know when, and that just goes to show too how how well the dynamic between our support and product development works is that you know we get a lot of you know it sometimes it's hard when you're having as many people throw feedback at you, but the support really knows to kind of come champion an idea to the product team and, and, and push that forward. And, and I think that's a great example of it for sure. So I'm glad you mentioned that one. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we've done Thema, we've done um, Beaver Builder itself. Now sort of slightly more generic questions for a bit and like sort of umbrella, I suppose, is about the community and, you know, the customer base and all of that kind of stuff. So, Uh, The first question in this little section is, it's all about the sort of growing pains in the Facebook group. This this podcast is kind of born out of the Beaver Builder Facebook group. Um, And yeah, it's growing up. It's big. I think we're on six. Well, we're fast approaching 7000 members. And, you know, for the first time since I've been in there, um, you, you sort of start to feel slight elements of dissent and things like that. And, you know, people posting things which other people strongly disagree with. And I did certainly no flame wars or anything. But do, do you guys um, have thoughts on that, how to manage that? I mean, I, I'm not often in Slack. Maybe that's a perfect community with everybody behaving politely. But these kind of things over time, 
um, can I guess can really make life difficult for you guys or spoil the atmosphere and the, the you know the feel of doing what you're doing. Do you have any have any thoughts on that? A couple, yeah, yeah, we do have some thoughts. Um, I think well to start off, I think that we've been really really fortunate so far. I mean, everyone that's been a part of our community i mean you guys know we all know that it's just a it's a really it's been a really it, it is a really special place um for yeah. whatever reason um it's just it, we've seemed to just drawn the greatest personalities i mean the amount of like generosity and time and knowledge that, that people share in that that group i think we've all been blown away at it and it's we, we haven't really had to do anything in terms of, of moderating the group. I mean, we've been so, it's been so lax. Um, so as it's growing, I think we're getting to this point where, you know, there's enough people in there that, yeah, you know, that we're, you're going to have people that have differing views and there's enough people that, you know, you're not going to be able to make everyone happy. Um, so we have been, you know, so we brought on, um, you know, like we brought on some more moderators to the group. We basically, like, as soon as we got a kind of whiff of that, that, that happening of that shift kind of taking place, or, you know, the the vibe of the community starting to kind of head in a direction that we didn't, you know, weren't as big of fans of, we kind of jumped into action and started talking about, you know, Dave Toomey, Toomey. I'm not. I'm, I think it's Toomey. It I is, always see his is, name yeah. written. Yeah. Toomey. Yeah. Um, yeah, we chat on uh, on Facebook all the time, but we got we have a group of moderators now. We kind of had a powwow and said, "Hey, what do we want to do about this?" And let's you know make sure we establish what kind of questions can be asked and how they should be responded to, and the kind of tone that we want to set. You know, if someone comes in with a question that's you know more on the beginner side or something that maybe could be easily Googled, like let's just kind of establish some of these these communication guidelines and rules and make sure that we're you know exercising them. So I guess it's just it's it's a good we've we've we say this all the time it's a good problem to have you know we're growing yeah um, and we just need to start being more involved and in making sure that you know as the community grows everyone kind of understands that um but but yeah i think i think that's happened luckily i think femur kind of it's like you know when there's like a slow news day like that you start getting all the trash news on <laughs> yeah. the tv like all the celebrity stuff you know like i think femur really uh and to, our, to you know in our defense too we really like had our heads down these last couple of weeks preparing for for femur too but i think we just need to give people more fun stuff to talk about um hmm. <laughs> the, the the devil is there what is it idle hands or the devil's playground right <laughs> but but no it's it's a good problem to have all communities you know i've been in a bunch of them and they all change they all evolve over time and i'm i'm confident that that you know we're going to be able to keep what we have just albeit on a on a bigger scale yeah uh, thank you yeah. that's good I, I do you know what I think it's um, kind of come around on its own accord. You know, there was a there was a moment where there was a lot of discussion about how the group should be should be you know much more strict in its moderation, and I just it's got nice again on its own. <laughs> the group, that's yeah. my feeling. Yeah, I think the, yeah we just took a little a little turn off the path, but we had to yeah you know grab the wheel and yank it back, and, yeah. and now we're good. I think. There was a there was sort of like a discussion about what was suitable, wasn't there? Is this a thing um, yeah. that should be allowed? Yeah. And because it's way off topic, and then I think it was just decided, you know, what off topic's fine. <laughs> uh, let's just let's just be nice if it's off topic, and, uh, and you know, keep going. 
I think yeah, Toomey's header that. says it best, you know. Yeah. The, the, yep. Yeah. Be nice. Be kind. I mean, <laughs> I, I always, I always, always felt a good, good vibe. You know, I'm, I don't even post. I'm, I'm, I'm not the most uh, emotional person on the internet, but I think uh, last Thanksgiving, you know, I posted like a I'm thankful for this group, um, type thing in there because I, I really was, you know, I'm just, I'm, or I still am. I mean, not that I was, yeah. um, and uh, you know, I think, I think that speaks volumes. I mean, it's just, it's very. It's a very welcoming place on the internet to be, you know, mm. especially for someone, you know, um, who, who, you know, and we, I think we want it to be that way. You know I mean? We don't want to necessarily push people out. I mean, we do have to be careful about, you know, there, there has to be, you know, some kind of law, but I mean, at the same time too, we want to be welcoming. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, we don't want to scare people away. That's what kind of, you know, makes me afraid when we start to have those kind of discussions. So mm. really happy to see that kind of turn the page and, um, I've definitely tried to, especially with Themer, and you know, I saw a, a couple of people early on were like, "Oh, is the discussion turned just to Themer?" And <laughs> I was like, "You know what? It's probably going to be Themer here for a minute, but I'm going to get in here." And uh, I've just been writing code for the last year to make this thing happen. So let's just answer some questions for a little while. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put the code down because <laughs> now and then. Uh, that's a little bit more fun. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, I've been enjoying it a lot actually. And, you know, going back to the feedback thing too, that's, it's, it's been great to, to chat with everyone on that. I'm genuinely obsessed by it. I think it's harmful <laughs> to my health actually. Uh, it has been, of, it has been to mine. Yeah, Luckily, it's my kind of like, still it, you know, that sort of thing where you open your, you open your eyes and you make a coffee and then you get your phone and see what's been posted in the Facebook group. Is that really sad or is that okay? <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll, okay. I'll post that question in the Beaverville, the Facebook group. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you're you're with friends. Yeah. I think we can all relate. <laughs> We need a Beaver Builder Anonymous group next uh, time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a former user of Beaver Builder. Yeah. I, I do wrong. not need Beaver Builder. <laughs> it's been six weeks since I last used Beaver Builder. Yeah, that's good. Right. David, it's you. Number two. Oh, number two. Well, this is just leading on, really. I just wondered about your thoughts about the other places, because we've got the Reddit forum, haven't we? We've got the Slack group, which we've already mentioned, and a few other Beaver Builder groups. I'm just really just your thoughts on those. And I guess the Facebook place, the main group is where you're going to send most people to. But I just wonder how you think and or who you think these different areas might suit Let's see here. Uh, so yeah, I think you're you're correct that the the Facebook group I think is the kind of the main hub of the community. Um, the Slack group. So I feel I personally I feel guilty that I don't spend more time in the Slack group because the few times that I that I do or the the you know small time I I do spend in there it's it's surprisingly active and fun and people are asking questions and answering questions. The problem I I have with it is that I'll go in there and then I'll start chit chatting and talking and you know having a blast and I'll look up and two hours will have gone by. Like it's really hard to kind of pull yourself out of a conversation once it gets going. Um, but it's, I'm really glad that we have it available. I think some people, um, much prefer that, that medium. So it's great that we have it. And then it's also been a really cool kind of like a town hall, like a virtual town hall, 
uh, where you, we, we, I'd love to do this more. We've done a few of them where we have like our, our parties, right? Yeah. Like we'll invite everyone into the Slack chat, you know, invite everyone to the town hall for a, for a live mm-hmm. event kind of thing and, and hang out. Those have been really, really fun. So the Slack I'm sure isn't going anywhere and we're, um, yeah, it's, it's a great resource to have. Um, the Reddit forum is, is so also, I guess not going anywhere. So we tried doing the stack exchange thing and that basically failed that had a really involved um process to like get your your stack exchange through a beta period i mean i don't want to rehash all this stuff but basically like it took a lot more than we expected to get from from zero to stack exchange so we scrapped that idea we have the reddit form going um my hope is that we'll continue and have more time and bandwidth available over the next couple months to keep you know being involved in there um, my hope is that it becomes kind of a good addition to the Facebook group where when questions come up, like, you know, which web hosting is the best or do you want to use UABB or PowerPack? Or like there's some questions that we see all the time where it would be great to just have a permanent kind of mega discussion thread. Um, mm. But they're all they're all kind of experiments. You know, the Slack started off as an experiment. The Facebook group started off as an experiment. So I, I love the idea that we're going to keep kind of experimenting and seeing what happens and, you know, throwing things at the wall and, and seeing if they stick. So um, the, the other Facebook groups, too, I think it's exciting and cool to see them popping up. Um, but I think the one, the you know, Beaver Builders group, at least for the, you know, mm the future that i can see you know it's going to be the main hub yeah um and we want it to we want it to be that way because it makes it, it, i think it makes sense for the most part most people that have a question or that want to share a project are going to go want to go to the place that has the most people um yeah yeah agreed um i'm going to change question three if that's all right david because i think we change it yeah we've kind of answered it um okay so that your user base is I have no idea, but it's big. Um, I want to know, do you have any plans or thoughts of plans for like a real world thing, a real world event? (laughs) Nice. Yeah. Yeah. We would. Well, okay. Plans and daydreams, I guess maybe we should kind of differentiate between we, I would love to, I would love to do something like that we my first we've talked about a couple different like iterations or like trying different things like maybe piggybacking on a WordCamp or or a different conference um it's it's a challenge in that we've never really done an event before but i think it would be so cool so i love the idea it's something that we've thrown around so justin and i we actually (laughs) <laughs> did a beaver bash we called it when we were in austin and it was a really really small thing but justin and i went out to austin this year to visit with brent he's out of austin texas and we'd just been talking so i mentioned we were doing some coaching but we've been talking with our business coach and he's like hey you guys should really do this like bring out a bunch of t-shirts and start doing these kind of you know regional um beaver conferences or beaver bashes beaver camps whatever you want to call them and just start getting people together in person um, maybe, you know, do some, uh, tutorials or some training, like gave us a bunch of ideas on how we can structure it and you kind of, so we tried it. We, we did the beaver bash and I put a Facebook event up there and we got everyone together at a food truck park and 
one of the guys, Rich, uh, writes a craft beer blog in Austin. So he sent us a message and said, hey, guys, don't like worry. I'm going to bring all the beer. And sure enough, <laughs> showed up with a cooler full of ice cold, like great craft beer. He had light beer and dark beer and stouts and IPAs. And it was I mean, it just it, it was really so the we've done one. <laughs> we've done one. <laughs> we learned from it. It was it was really fun. It was really cool. I didn't think anyone was going to show up. I was uh, super nervous walking over there. But then, yeah, we had uh, we had a pretty good turnout. So do, do you think um, there's any scope for because it kind of always feels like um, this stuff is organized by somebody, um, you know, it's uh, you guys organize it or, you know, automatic organize it or whatever. You go to these events. Um, maybe there's something in letting the community organize it and, you know, uh, uh, just pick a date, pick an event, pick a, pick a, pick a you know, time in the calendar, pick a place and just see what it emerges I think you know the the group could probably do that, but it might be nice to uh, to have some sort of structure behind it, the kind of things that you could do, or people that might show up, or tutorials that you know. In in other words, would you hop into an event that somebody else had organised if it looked like it had got some sort of magnitude, or would you want to organise all that sort of stuff yourself to make sure that it was professional and legit? That's a good question. I don't think we'd be opposed to hopping into something that was organized by someone else at all. No, um, it's. Uh, I mean, it, it, unfortunately, right? I know it's tough. We've talked about this a little before, but but getting over, uh, like when you start, you know, talking about plane travel and doing mm. events, like mm. you know, I'd, I'd love to get over to Europe. I've been trying to do it for the last few years, and I still haven't made it over over the pond, but. Um, um, but no, I think, I mean, we kind of have like talked about this idea before, like if you were trying to organize a, you know, beaver builder meetup in, uh, in the UK or, or something, I, I think we'd definitely be open to it. We wouldn't say like, oh no, you can't do that. We, I think it'd be great. Mm. And we'd love to be involved. It's, it's the logistics that always complicate things of yeah. travel and getting everyone together in one place. Yeah, it really is. That's why it's nice to have it organized by somebody and you just sort of buy a ticket. Um, yeah, well, the, then the tickets I know that's okay. It, it, as long as we're chatting about it, right? The tickets I understand. Like, even if you just charge a ten dollar ticket, like the ticket doesn't necessarily have to be about the money, but it forces people to put some skin in the game. Yep. Um, mm -hmm. See this all the time with our WordPress meetup, right? Where everyone will RSVP that they're coming and we'll have 40 people that just, you know, cause you just click a button and say, yeah, I'm going to be there. And then you get there and you know, five people show up. Mm. Um, but yeah, you got if you sell the ticket, then people have some incentive. They've got, you know, they've committed to it. And, um, you get a better idea of like, who's actually going to come. There's a... that was always the rule of, th sorry, that was the rule of thumb, wasn't it? On parties that you would anticipate that only a third of the people you invite would come to your party that would give you your numbers. So I guess yeah. it's the same with that. Not my yeah. parties, David. <laughs> of course not yours. <laughs> Nobody came to my parties. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I didn't get an invite, so you can't yeah. blame me. <laughs> I think I just politely said that I wasn't going to come to your party. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's fine. I'm sorry. That's fine. I, no, uh, we'll <laughs> I had cigars and beer and everything. It was. You know, <laughs> I think Robbie just said he'd come to your party if you planned it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, though, this is a lovely idea, and it's been something that's been sort of fizzling around in my brain that, that – 
I um I I would I would kind of like to do something like that. I'm not I'm not saying I'm going to um or that I'm going to take it on or anything, but I'd like to attend something like that is maybe the best way of describing that at the moment. Um I just think the groundswell is so there, you know, there's so many committed people. There's so many people in the UK and North America obviously in different parts of the world. Um, and that would just be lovely. Meeting people in the real world just adds a completely new dimension, as you described about your workforce, when you actually meet people that you've been Skyping forever uh, or yeah. communicating with in Facebook. It just adds a different bond and a different feeling. And Anyway, it's pie in the sky. Mm-hmm. Nice thought. Yeah, the, the, to close it off, or maybe not close it off, but one final thought there is that um, we we talked about this before. I think we we came up with the idea, like, or the name Beaver Bash, like years ago. When I think it was our first conference, and I was like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if we threw like an after party and called it a Beaver Bash. But anyways, we uh, when we did the event in Austin and people actually showed up, that kind of changed our mindset to it being like a pipe dream to being something that we could actually pull off. Like, it was I I, I think maybe we were just being like, um what's the word it's getting late being not humble but you know i was just like oh no one's gonna show up we're just mm. you know just beaver builder what like what what how could we possibly throw an event you know and, and have people come but then we did it and people came so yeah now we're i think i'm a lot more more uh, excited about the idea of doing something doing more of them and and you know maybe starting regionally and doing a couple small events a year and then hopefully growing them out and, and making them bigger i think it'd be a blast and really valuable yeah yeah i agree i think regional you know could be a, a nice way to start where you know, like you said, uh, there, you know, there's some, there's some people in UK and maybe, you know, I hate to be picky and choosy, but you know, like, try, like Robbie said, getting everybody together in one spot might be hard, but if we could, you know, just at least start in a few places and, 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 and do some meetups or piggyback some events or, or have a beaver bash, or maybe mm-hmm. we all just grab a pint for a night. Yep. Um, <laughs> Uh, you know, I mean, like, and again, into what you said, you know, about, you know, just meeting in person there, that's definitely a different dynamic. It's always fantastic. So yeah, yeah. I agree. Throw I agree. It, There's throw, something there. Yeah. Throw an agenda up far and find a venue, everybody, you know, just get together. It's good fun. Um, yeah, I think we're out of questions, David, unless you've got something pressing. No, we better let everybody get to bed. Yeah, yeah, we should. We've done nearly an hour, so that's a, an awful lot of your time, guys. Uh, really appreciate it. Um, yeah. Obviously, we hope the sales have been good of Thema over the last 48 hours or so, and hopefully they'll carry on you know, going through the roof so that you guys, as you described earlier, have got a lot of mouths to feed and people to support. And hopefully this will just add to that, uh, you know, that, that bit of your life which is a little bit easier but so so many thanks for building it making it advertising mm. it promoting it getting a community together being all around awesome and being up at two in the morning <laughs> <laughs> oh well no, yeah right back at you guys thanks thanks so much for all of your support and uh this was fun i can't believe it's already been an hour the time flies really quick it's actually look it's over an hour since we've yeah. been chatting on yeah wow sorry um, no, no, it's good. No, this not yeah. It's exactly great talking not. with you guys, and thank you for your time. Well, yeah, well, no. Likewise, like you were saying, like last last time, uh, we're just returning the favor because I couldn't I couldn't say no to one in the morning after you guys already did it for <laughs> the last time. I was like, yeah, no, it's our turn. Yeah, thank you. Um, we always end our podcast on a bit of cheesy music, so I will make the cheesy music come in right now, and uh, and I'll say it's goodbye from me, Nathan Wrigley. It's goodbye from me, David Wormsley. And go on, guys. Mm-hmm.
Adios, Justin, signing out. <laughs> yep. Bobby here. Bye. Until next time. Hopefully soon. Thanks a lot, guys.